0: Yeah, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's good. So so Saturday, we have the talk, yeah, and, um, you know, the head's trying to find another way of trying to say it, so it found a way I've used before, but I like it, which is, you know, you went to the spiritual shoe store, and then this message, basically, you think you're looking for, like, athletic shoes or something, but then the person brings a pair of shoes in, and then he puts it there, and, you know, if your foot fits, then wear the shoe. So in a way, people come in here, and then you're presenting an idea that the root of the problem, in a sense, is you. And hence, then, it's not you, because the root of the problem is identification as. So through identification as, the solution can seem to be the problem. If the solution forgets it's a solution seemingly and takes itself to be something else, that's the problem. Now, (laughs) but does the problem need to be solved? Just see it as not you, and that's the solution. So it looks like when when I'm identified as the problem, I need a solution. But if you find the solution, the solution is it was a misidentification as something else. So, therefore, the correction isn't even needed, yeah. But from the problem's point of view, and in time, it looks like you need a solution, but if the solution dawns on you in this sense, it negates the idea that there was ever a problem. So, therefore, there was no need for a solution. It doesn't take any time, yeah. I was just reading, this guy came up from L.A., stayed with us, and he... he, Ordered me this the newest course of miracles from some uh, circle of atonement, yeah? Yeah. Sir. Yeah. So they he's, you get the book in like a day, two days. It's a huge book from Amazon. So I got it. So I was looking at it, and it was talking about this whole idea that most people are looking for a solution in time, and the solution is not up time. See, they think they're entering this course, and it's going to take them time. But in fact, there's no time at all that needs to be taken. Because if you're just correcting an imaginary condition, how long does it take? As long as you're still an it. <laughs> <laughs> how long does it take? It doesn't take any time whatsoever. And then if it dawns on you, then it's going to download that it didn't that it's always been this way so it basically negates the possibility that you were in a problem that there ever was a problem and that there ever will be a problem it negates it in one fell swoop because it doesn't take any time yeah So, after a while, downloads that have something to do with solution, you'll get a quality that they don't take any time. And there's a huge amount of information, but they don't take any storage. There's no storage involved. It's not like 80 gigabytes download. It's like a fucking lightning download. And basically, when it downloads, what's left is emptiness. (laughs) That's that's the download. It's emptiness. And then when the emptiness hits emptiness, there's a recognition emptiness. <laughs> so so if you come into the shoe store, we're just using this example. Will you hear when I just started? All right, so like a spiritual shoe store, and then you're thinking you're looking for like you think you grew up in this thing, and you're looking for some kind of spiritual athletic shoes to continue on in the spiritual search. You know, maybe mountain boots because you're going to end up in Himalayas <laughs> sooner or <laughs> later. So then, the person listens to you, your request, but he comes in with different shoes, and he says, "All right, try these on." And so you try it on, and this is sort of what this message is like. Where it's always an introductory offer. We're just offering a possibility that there's a fundamental flaw in the way we see things, yeah? That And what the flaw is, is there's a misident, there's an identification as. It doesn't matter. Every identification is a misidentification. If you are that what you are, yeah? It doesn't, it's not a misidentification, any identification, yeah? So when you put the shoe in, and so, right, this is what happened with me when I heard this message. One of the times it hit me, I was, you know, in your adoption, it's called the Great Perfection, it's sort of like Tibetan Buddhists, Buddhism's non-duality in a sense, yeah? They talk about relaxed awareness, no concentration. So I was going to these meetings every Thursday, a group, and then this hit me, and then I looked around, I guess I realized there was nothing fucking to do. And everything that I had done, like it says by Ramana, you'll laugh about all your past efforts. I started to laugh, and I asked, and I looked around for some advice, and they went, fuck. I just got up and left. Basically, I went, what do I do? And they're like, well, I don't know. And I just said, fucking nothing, got up, and I never went back to that Thursday meeting. because it had invalidated my fucking life story. I'd been huffing and puffing and keeping going because I didn't really have much to hang my mental hat on. I was a house painter, and I wasn't really even a good house painter. The only thing I could get any creds from was spiritual seeker. And then suddenly, the rug was pulled out. And then I'm looking around in the carpet, the rug, you know, emporium, going, what to do? And they just... I don't know, but you're not selling fucking rugs. What do I do? I don't know, and I'm sure they went the next Thursday. (laughs) So this is sort of like, all right, you're sitting here, let me bring you a pair of shoes. And those pair of shoes is, all right, there's a great Zen master, Hoang Po. And he says... And I like him, maybe you don't like him, but, uh, you know, he has some credibility. Some of the stuff he said has lasted for 1,100 years, so maybe he has something to say. Most of the shit you said yesterday is not even here today. (laughs) So this is, maybe he had some good information, and he says, whatever can be perceived can't be perceived. All right, wait a minute. Whatever can be perceived, so I'm thinking I'm perceiving, but I'm as the body. Yeah. Uh, don't you feel that way? When there's perception going on, it feels like you're either doing it. I mean, try to do perception. <laughs> Give it a shot. I bet you not one of us could do perception. <laughs> it's impossible. All right, I've been studying. I got the five <laughs> do's and don'ts. I'm going to do some perception now. <laughs> I'm perceiving. I'm perceiving. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm not perceiving. No, there was no point that you weren't perceiving. You couldn't start perceiving. (laughs) It's all right, so whatever can be perceived can not be perceiving. Okay, so I've just been negated, basically. You want to struggle with it? But you basically, he just took, he just took like a machete and cut everyone down and every other identification that would ever grow after that message down. In a one fell soup, he just cut everyone's heads off. Doesn't he? He just, just totally, totally disrupted your night of spiritual seeking. Whatever can be perceiving, whatever can be perceived, cannot be perceiving. So I'm perceiving this body. Therefore, you're out. And then you're perceiving this body, and I'm out. And what gets left is nothing, and that's fucking everything. So he just did it in a beautiful way. He negated it. All right, so Jesus Christ, supposedly. He goes, hey, you're in this world. All right, so he's giving you this. But he says, you're not of this world. So that's another form of negation. Because you know what it's like to be in this world, don't you? There's things, and you see things, and you do things, and there's separation. There's other things, and there's time. this thing called time. That there's a Monday, and then followed by a Tuesday, and then two thousand seventeen preceded by two thousand fourteen. So he goes, okay, get a sense of what it's like to be in this world. And then he does the like the, the universal sweeper. And not of this world. What? So I'm not of body, I'm not of doing I'm not of perceiving, I'm not of this, I'm not of that. So he does it in a beautiful way. He doesn't keep going, you're not that. He just says, hey, you're in this world, yeah? Feel it out. Okay, you seem to be in here for a while. You should have some idea. There's things, this and that. And then he goes, but you're not of this world. All right. So so I'm poked. Jesus... And then if Huay Po, knowing you're gonna come up for round two, he says he gives you the knockout flow. Well, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Now, why would he say that? Why the hell would he I don't think he was a sadistic Zen monk, you know? So he's gonna to torture you because now he's gonna imply that you're the Buddha when you're not. So you're really going to be fucked. Because now, even feeling like it seems so natural to seek, he's going, you can't use the Buddha. Where am I using the Buddha? i pick it up. I'll put it down, I swear. I swear I'll put it down. I didn't even know I had it. I've been using the Buddha? Jesus Christ! So... He says, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. He doesn't go, can't use the Buddha seek the Buddha, and 800 pages. He just goes, simple, because it's like a shoe salesman. He puts the shoe there, if you put this in there, and he says it, just like you're feeling it, and the feeling is, hey, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, and you go, what? And therefore, all right, now fucking wear it. If it fits, wear it. So people come here and they're chanting and they're devoted to uh, the monkey god or something, and you present this and they go dancing and chanting out. That's totally fine. The shoe didn't fit. You didn't have the right sandal or whatever. That shoe didn't fit, so go ahead. But if you come here and the shoe fits, yeah, wear it. Wear it. If it had the impact that it had on me when I heard, hey, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, all these years of supposedly living a certain way got sucked right underneath that statement, and the statement came and went, (laughs) just completely, because that's exactly what was happening. Unbeknownst to me, I am the Buddha. And this is why he's hes not trying to fucking drive us a, a straight from the grave. He's trying to save us time. He's trying to imply that you must be the Buddha if I'm going to say this statement to you. Because I want to warn, not you, but the Buddha that's taking itself to be you, Hey, Buddha! You can't be seeking the Buddha because why you're the Buddha? <laughs> you know, I don't want to explain it to you because I have too much faith in you. I don't think you need much. I don't think you need to have it all broken down. All I think is in your like a slight, a slight dozing off, and I can just touch you and go, hey. Buddha, you can't seek the Buddha. With the Buddha, okay, you wake up. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> and then you realize, what? I've been looking for the Buddha as the Buddha. <coughs> What's going to happen? The looking for the Buddha is going to stop. Now you'll have a day of looking for shit that you can find. Like a date or something. or A nice fucking raw almond cheesecake pie or something like that. And you'll be happy when you get it. <coughs> <laughs> but there's none of that's going to come if the Buddha's seeking the Buddha. The Buddha's never going to have the joy of finding the Buddha because it already is the Buddha. And he says, "All right, so maybe anyone can identify with the idea of Buddha." All right, you can't use light now. Everyone get a fucking idea. All the spirit, all the religions talk about light. So you can't use light to seek light. Yeah. Why? For the same reason. Because you are light. The seeking light as light would be a way of light constantly convincing itself that it's not light. Because why? What in what world would light be looking for fucking light? Yeah? So there's like these messages. We're, we've given up talking to you about all of this, because it doesn't go anywhere. We're talking about that, which you are about, you. That goes somewhere. So when the Buddha sees it's not Paul, does it have to become the Buddha? How long would it take to get rid of any taint of Paul? No fucking time at all, because he was never Paul. There was just the Buddha. Paul had nothing to do with it. The Buddha was in, was in a seeming act of being identified as Paul. It was so convincing to the Buddha that it started to look for itself as Paul. And so a humble, loving, compassionate master pulls you over to the side in the 1100. It's still pulling us over to the, off the side of the spiritual road of life going into the rest stop, and he tells you while you're taking a piss, hey, you can't look at the Buddha to seek the Buddha. It may change your whole trip. You may stop your trip. You may just turn around and go home. Yeah? And then he goes, okay, if you haven't gotten it yet, mind, big M mind. That's what they talked more about awareness back then in ancient Zen. So you cannot use mind to seek mind. So he gets you in three ways, yeah? Then he says, if you continue to try to do this, you can do it for eons, eons, which is a rather long period of time. He's not talking about a month (laughs) or three years. He's talking about eons, and nothing's going to happen. There's no way the Buddha is going to meet the Buddha. Because it's being the Buddha. That's the only possibility that's offered to us in this message. It's by seeing what you're not, by understanding what you're not, that is what you are. Yeah? That's how it works. I don't think it can work in an affirmative way, because if the Buddha is in the act of being identified, and you describe what it would be like to become the Buddha... It's not going to do the Buddha any good because he's way beyond a way preceding becoming the Buddha. He is the Buddha. It is the Buddha. Yeah? So, you know, St. Francis, another person, says lovely things. A lot of people read, you know, have the St. Francis prayer, you know, let me understand instead of being understood. But then supposedly you said something else, you know. What's looking is what you're looking for. Another stopper, isn't it? I mean, you could not have a book called What's Looking is What You're Looking For. There'd be no pages. The the (laughs) title, the front thing would tell you everything. Every other page should be empty. And then on two, and then if you get to page 200, idiot, fuck, go back to the title page. You don't have to read any further. What's looking is what you're looking for. And if I see you turn to page 300, the same message. Go back to the title page. What's looking is what you're looking for. It doesn't say what's looking, and then need 800 pages of what you need to do to become what you're looking for. Because you are what you're looking for right now. So there's no act of becoming it. There's no act at arriving it. They humbly try to share this, and not just in certain sects or religions, but all over the all over it. There's warnings like this in Ramana Maharshi's teachings. He says, hey, there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing to be existing, basically. Yeah? The non-existent thing is the body in this case. So there's a presupposing. In other words, you know how you suppose something that isn't true? You just suppose, you know, you're you're at a store and you just assume that's yours. (laughs) You take it. Now, the store owners don't agree, nor do the police, but you assume... You have some entitlement, and I'm going to take this. Or I'm going to take a lot of soup and not pay for it, because I'm going to assume it's my soup in a weird way. Now, the assumption isn't universally taken by everyone else. So, the, pre- the assumption or the presupposing of a non-existent thing, and I would, mean I would take the non-existent thing is the body without animation. Yeah? Without animation the body just may still be the exact body it was when it was animated, but now it's there's no body, yeah? There's no living, there's no doing, there's no seeing, there's no hearing. That's all been erased. But the body's there, completely workable, yeah. If you took every organ out of it, it was it would put if you put in a live body that kidney may clean that person's blood for 40 years, but that kidney ain't cleaning any blood right now in that body, yeah so this presupposing and the key is the word pre, this is so beautiful because this whole magic trick is mostly seemingly it can only appear to be true to the magician that's doing it it's seemingly true, yeah The magic magic of time is the main, main wand of the magician. So the presupposing is, there's a supposing of a non-existent thing, yeah? And suddenly that non-existent thing seems to be the thing that's existing, yeah? The non-existent thing, through identification, seems to be the thing that's existing, and now that thing that's existing seeks for salvation it now wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing it wants to wake up for the non-existent thing it wants to get enlightened for the non-existent thing now if you follow it that whole thing is that it makes it makes incredible logic if you are the non-existent thing but you're not the non-existent thing and so for a non-existent thing It's like a glove wanting to take the hand of the bride, yeah? The glove isn't the hand, yeah? So the non-existent thing wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. And this isn't a spiritual book. It could have been, all right, there's a presupposing a non-existent thing, wanting to get a latte for the non-existent thing, or wanting to get some ice cream for the non-existent thing. And that's all fine and dandy. But there's but it's a non-existent thing. There's <laughs> a little bit of a speed bump in the whole story. It doesn't exist. <laughs> so the presupposing a non-existent thing okay here I am and of course I start feeling the slings of arrows of a mistaken non-existent thing taking the big thing because the non-existent thing is vulnerable. The non-existent thing gets colds and blues. The non-existent thing needs food and shelter and shit. So it, got, it has logical reasons to be concerned that it's not going to be taken care of. And then the whole storyline stretched in time. So even if you're feeling pretty good now, you may not be feeling good tomorrow. So there's always a reason to be worried about the future of the non-existent thing. And a lot of other non-existent things are talking about how you have to plan for the future of non-existent thing, but they're all non-existent. So, the presupposing a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for a non-existent thing. All right? If your spiritual practices themselves, or let's say if all your practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, I, my understanding is they're weakening, or they're, they're going to enlighten the non-existent thing, but in fact, they're reinforcing the non-existent thing. Jesus Christ! Yeah. If your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, how can your spiritual practices destroy it? When you're trying to starve the self, as the self, the self is getting quite plump in all the activity of starving the self. The self is having a field day because it's all about self. And that's what it's feeding on. Yeah, It's feeding on all the interest and attention because that is the animating principle of the non-existent thing. You're thought about all day. You're remembered all day. You were there you're gonna be there, therefore you are here now. So this is a nice simple warning, isn't it? Now, if you signed up for a four-year spiritual college and they introduced this text the first day, you would quit. <laughs> you should get your degree right there. The degree of B. <laughs> you, you would cancel your student loan. Fucking I'm out. School's out forever. <laughs> Because you are what you're looking for. Why not take it a tumble? I mean, if you don't feel like you're confident in your own take on it, and you maybe feel more confident if you hear it from past authorities that you feel you respect, listen to read them. Yeah, read what they're saying. The seeker is the sword. Why would they give me these cryptic, state, cryptic statements? The gateless gate. Escape. What the fuck are they talking about? I have to work really hard. I've got to arrive at different levels and different belts, and then I'm gonna, then if I eat a, a, a 20 I'm down again, because I've got, got to keep a level of purification so that that gate will stay open, so I can... But it's a gateless gate. Escape. What? All the change I have for the toll I don't need, no... There's no gatekeeper other than you. Yeah. Alright. And then it says, the open secret. Another torturous fucking statement. You know, I'm trying to learn the mysteries of all the mystery metaphysical secrets, and somebody goes, hey, the open secret. What? How How can a secret be open? Obviously, it ain't a fucking secret. It's right out in plain sight but because you're looking for it, you can't see it. Because you cannot see what's seen if you are what's seen. There's no fucking way. So as you're looking for it, you're blind to it. The more you look for it, the, blind, the more blind you are. And then you run in constantly, even when you get the sense of the failedness of the system, you run into the statement, such as self can't get out of self. AA. Now AA can be a lot of things, but that's one of the greatest statements of all time in any spiritual cryptology is the simple dog-shit AA. Self can't get out of self. Go ahead. Go at it. See what happens. (laughs) It just negates everything. Like that. Self can't get out of self. End of story. If you put the freaking shoe on. All right, I've been in recovery, and then I hear that statement. So can I put it on? Fuck it, it fits like a glove. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I mean, that's all right. Walk around it. That's what's been happening. If it resonates with you, you have some kind of sense of it. You seem to have been under its influence for fucking years. You've been in the exact statement. You are the the illustration of the statement. Your life. Self has been trying to get out of self. And beautiful AA, not to punish anyone, said, hey, self can't get out of self. How can that be? If self is a thing, it would make sense you could get out of a thing. Like, I can get out of a pair of pants, I can get out of this room, I can get out of a car that I'm in. But in this case, you can't get out of it. As it. See, this is the beauty of the mis- of the identification as. It hides in plain sight. You can practice all you freaking want. I practice a lot of spirituality. Not once in all that practice, this idea dawned on me that I may not be that which is practicing. First of all, after a period of time, you've got so much fucking invested in it, you don't want to hear the solution. Because it would would bum out your buzz, your spiritual buzz. Man, I've got three retreats planned this year. Nickawag, you know, not Hoboken, New Jersey, but Costa Rica, <laughs> you know, not like fucking, you know, Newark, New Jersey. Beautiful, <laughs> idyllic places. You know, that's what we used to do with the poopa scooper story. The poopa scooper story, the guy gets so good at cleaning up the shit, he thinks the solution is cleaning up the shit. When the person comes in and says, hey, find the fucking dog, you would think the guy would go, fucking great, but no. He looks at his whole house, he's got the pooper scoopers, he's got tons on order, he fucking, he's got overalls with pooper scooper on it. His whole identity is based on being good at picking up shit. He needs fucking shit? So he is the solution. It doesn't sound like a solution. Because, one, the identification itself is protecting <coughs> its fucking turf. It doesn't want to, you know, no, I don't want it now. I want to have it maybe later. <laughs> I want to have the solution on my terms. But the my terms is the system. The system that the only freedom that's around it is from it. I'm not arguing with anyone else. This is a simple shoe store. It's like I used to use the word cod, you know, a cod salesman. I'm not selling mackerel or fucking salmon. But if you want cod, here it is. You can grill it, do whatever you want with it. But you're only going to get cod here. It doesn't. I'm not saying everyone has to eat cod. But if you come in, put the fucking shoe on. If it fits, if it explains a whole lot, then there's, this is your seed assignment. You're over with that other stuff. It's done. You cannot go back. Too much has been revealed. You can't... You you can't... The the boot is so big at that point, you can't hide it with the old disguise. You really can't. The shoe doesn't fucking fit anymore. You can't get in it. Those comfy slippers, they don't work anymore. of course you'd like to go back it's more fun, you know I'd love to be searching and painting my face and looking for the next shaman in Peru and the yellow pages here (laughs) but if this is revealed I'm telling you to me it was the last answer and I'm only saying that through a long bit of time it negated any need for any other answer that's a damn good answer Yeah? And it relieved me of the burden of trying to get fucking better. (laughs) Because you you as the system is not going to get out of the system. There is no perfect you. What's lacking is acceptance. We just cannot believe we're like this. (laughs) We really can't. It's a hard one to do. Uh, You mean really? This is it? (laughs) I really got run over twice? (laughs) Your fucking leg looks like no other leg ain't. You got a back on the front of it. Jesus Christ, he's full. What happened? (laughs) And in that, if you actually can be which is the easiest thing, because you're not. If you can actually be this completely, it reveals you're not. But every second, one little inch of denying it, you're more it than ever. That's just how it works. Yeah? And then we use the story of, like, a one-sense world, let's say the sense of touch, and then your hand... Has a glove on it. Now the glove seems to have always been there, so you've taken it to be the hand. So it's a non existent thing being animated by existence, yes? So now in this world of the glove, there's a scripture describing what it would be like to be in heaven, and it would be a description of falling into a giant pit of rose petals and the softness would be so fucking unbelievable and all would be explained. So you believe that that's true, but when you arrive at heaven, how you feel the petals is with the glove and the glove is crude and rough like grit, 60 grit sandpaper. So everything it touches seems rough and gritty because it translates everything through the glove. It can't help itself. It's seeing everything as the glove. Yeah? Yeah? And now, it believes in heaven, but it's dogmatic. There's no uh, lieness to it. There's no sense-feltness to it. It's empty, really. You believe there's a heaven, but it's not translating as you're in it now. And the thing is, it tries and tries and tries, but it never ever, ever entertains the possibility it may not be the glove. So it's tried to smooth the glove, it's tried to talk to the glove, it's tried tons of shit, you know, lots of moisturizer, something like that. The glove is just rough and everything can't change. All it does is, once it hears the possibility when it comes into the spiritual shoe store, the shoeman gives him the thing. He says, that the shoe fits where it, you're not the glove. Once it hears that, the possibility that it may not be the glove, it, the hand pulls out. Yeah, just like that. The hand had never been The glove. It doesn't have to burn the glove. It may even go back in the glove, but now it knows it's not the glove. Yes? And now maybe it can accept the gloves gloves like like no it could never when it thought it was the glove. Maybe the, the trying to renovate the glove incessantly all the time finally gets stopped because it's fucking okay. There's an acceptance there. Yeah. Or it just pulls out and then it feels those rose rose petals and it gets the sense feltness of the truth, yeah? Never to forget because it's never not there. You don't have to remember what's so, it's what's so now. So some of us here come to this, the shoe fit. They're wearing it and hopefully they're traveling lighter. Here, that's one of the effects it can show. But there's no... nothing's affecting what you are, but it can affect what you're not. By realizing what you're not, there's a huge effect that comes over what you're not. It starts to travel lighter. The Toyota is totally okay being a Toyota it feels really bad when it, when the head is trying to picture it in front of the Indy 500 as the fucking base car. It's a Toyota. Yeah? So acceptance comes, yeah, and then you hold this. You're holding the space for what's happening. You're never getting chipped at all. You're constantly here all the time. You're never absent ever, really. You're not when the, when the, when the, <clears throat> the boxes get shipped, you're right at the front door, you're not back in the garage and you miss the uh, fucking delivery, you're there. Yeah. With no thought or effort, you're not trying to be in the moment, you've realized you can't be out of a moment. I mean, you've completely realized you've never been out of any moment you've ever been in, Completely like this that's done yeah there's no argument you don't have to review it yeah you're not trying to get into what you can't be out of and then you're not trying to get out of what you can't be in yeah so I'm not struggling with what's not happening based on it's not happening (laughs) it would be like that you know fight club where he he sees the big he sees it comes to him at the end that he was punching himself the whole time there was no one there he thought there was this whole character But when he sees the surveillance camera, it's him punching himself. What happens? Probably he stopped punching himself. Once he sees it, he just stops. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. So, if you're going to study any way, I would study the negative way. If you want something to study, read some of the scriptures. There's plenty of them. Yeah, where they use negation. So they say that it's you're neither born, you neither die and you're neither the absence of boor, um, being born and dying. It just keeps negating until you're left with nothing and then you are there as nothing. Yeah. I mean it's gonna hit you sooner or later. Huh? I stick the dog on. <laughs> oh Jesus. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Uh, Jesus, he, Jesus uh, came uh, in. Jesus came in. yeah, perfect timing or <laughs> over. But do you have any questions today? <laughs> a uh, quote there's about the Academy of Sciences in the park, but by the astronaut Woodward, the one yeah. close to the moon. And the quote is that uh, when he You got there, you realized it wasn't just to get a better look at the moon, it was to get a better look at Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If anything, like in the Course, it says a statement of what can a failed system show you? It's failed. Yeah. So, hasn't it done so in recovery? Haven't we really lived the statements in recovery that any life on self -will will hardly be a success? Is there any doubt in some of us about that statement? Have you ever really, are you confused about self as what has defeated us? Manifested in various ways? Have you Do you have any trouble with the dilemma of powerlessness? Why is it a dilemma? It's only a dilemma when you're exerting power. That's when it's a dilemma. (laughs) Because you don't have any power. That's the dilemma of powerlessness. (laughs) Because you may think you have power. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you don't see that. And the parallels between the Course and the Big Book is unbelievable. The whole idea of the Holy Spirit sort of like sounds like the higher power. So I was just reading this little bit in that new one where it says, The whole state to travel in is I don't know. Because then something that does know will download through you. But if you believe you know, it's going to prohibit that downloading of what truly knows. Yeah? What is that but reliance on something greater than self, trusting something greater than self. Yeah? Where is the where is the reliance on self demonstrated? In recovery terms, the thought system, obviously, right? You're listening and believing the thoughts. That is the root of the constant or the chronic misperceptions of seeing threats when there aren't any, and having false evidence constantly seem to appear real, is faith in the thought system. That's reliance on self. And he says in our book, perhaps there's a better way or a different way, trusting something infinite. So, obviously, this isn't infinite, is it, this thing? So it says, trusting something infinite, so it negates the idea of this as being that which you need to trust, instead of trusting a finite self. It's clear as day. You've had the experience of it. I've had thousands of experiences of it. I'm convinced of that, yeah? What does that allow? It allows another possibility. Other modalities of mind can download here than just following the chronological vertical, the horizontal download of selfie, which is really a tape, a loop of tape. It's horizontal this way. It plays out, and it, you'll see the gaps, and then it just kicks back. <laughs> Yeah? <laughs> How not it, really? You'll hit the point where it, it's end of its narration is and it loops. And, and all it does is change nouns. But it goes on and on and on. But it's basically the same thing. Yeah? A very small loop. But it seems to extend in time. Because it just rehashes, refeels, rethinks. So it's a small loop, resents, which is a re So there's only a certain bunch of info on the loop, but it re it, and it tells a story about that it's different with putting nouns. So instead of, Julie left me, it's Marie left me, so I think the leaving was much different than the last leaving, but they're all fucking same. If you see all the failed relationship, there's been one constant, you. Yeah, so there you are, in the loop of self-sentence. It's not, it doesn't even, it's, it would be like ten feet. It's not a fucking eighty year, eighty year thing. It's it's a very limited loop that just kicks in again. You know what I mean? You hit the end, it kicks in, it just keeps going. And we we extend it by our faith in it. Why do we have faith in it? It's presented to be about us. What is so interesting in us? We're addicted to it. The mental state we're not, but the mental state has grown addicted to what it's making up. It will watch die hard eighty three <laughs> if, if you're the star of it it's going to watch it 's going to sit and binge watch breaking bad paul Hedeman style fucking for thirty years it won't turn on any other channel it would see that as boring very quickly, but yours will be incredibly fucking you know spicy tasty why because there's an addiction there right? So it says in our book, quit playing God, alright? Quit playing God. So let's say there's something playing God, obviously there's something playing God when it says quit playing God, right? So if there's something that's playing God, claims to be the one that's hearing this little statement, quit playing God, so now that which is playing God is going to quit, try to quit playing God, isn't that playing God? And how long can it go? It's a little loop, go on infinitely. Yes. All right. I I gotta stop playing God, but that's good. that which is playing God tries to stop playing God. It's it never it it completes itself and starts itself like a slinky going down in the eternal staircase, and it's never gonna end. So they say, self can't get out of self. Cut the fucking loop, not through a horizontal snip, but a vertical fucking down loop. Something of timelessness interrupts time. So the story of you being in it, some of this downloads, and you get a fucking free sample. And what's revealed? You can now see what you used to look from. The aperture has opened up. You're now capturing more than a self-centered point of view. You can see the self-centered point of view. And then this level, you've got to know where pails of water are because your house is always fucking on fire. Now you're raised up where there aren't so many houses, there ain't so much fire. Yeah. So now, your baseline isn't irritable, restlessness, and discontent. Your baseline is sort of an ease and comfort. Because you've been removed from the incredible mental preoccupation with what's not happening, because you've seen, you've seen that it's not happening. <laughs> I mean, I have never seen a Tuesday night and a Wednesday night, ever. It's never crashed the party, Never. It's like dog shit simplicity. The thoughts are unreliable. They're not going to get rehabilitated. Just see them. They're the harbingers of false evidence, and they're going to presuppose that they're real. And we're gonna in firm in faith are gonna make it seem to be so, and then we're gonna to have to live with it. So when we own a thought, we give it the thought the power to own us. That's what's going on. As the course so incredibly describes, the skeletal diagram of everyone's day, which is you and I are the dreaming of this dreaming. We're in a forgetful. I'm paraphrasing, because I don't like nouns. So, we are in a seeming forgetfulness that we're the dreaming by being seemingly identified as the dream. And in that condition of taking ourselves to be the dream, we're giving everything all the power to affect us. We're giving everything we're dreaming the power to affect us. We're dreaming thoughts, and now the thoughts are on us. We're dreaming feelings, and now the feelings can ruin our vacations. We constantly keep making decisions based on self that would bring us misfortune we feel we don't deserve, but we never fucking learn. We want to renovate the decisions. We want to try to clean them up. Some people have just fucking gave up and now they're just looking for harm reduction. I know this shit's going to hit the fan, but I got, I got eight visors. I can just keep cleaning them off, so I will see as I go through the hallway of sitting fans. What a fucking solution. Harm reduction. So we've given up completely. Yes, we're going to be fucked. <laughs> let's just not. Let's try to be a little less fucked than we're going to be. What a fucking thing to look forward to! <laughs> <laughs> How can the U be slay- enslaved here? Only by believing it is here completely and forgetting seemingly the ofness, because the ofness is what we're looking for in the inness. That's why we're not finding it, because what's looking is what we're looking for. That which is looking right now, seemingly in the inness, is the representative of the ofness. It's never been tarnished, I swear. Have you ever? Have you ever had any volition really concerning hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, smelling? I mean, you can after you smell, you can leave the room and or say, hey, you farted, whatever. (laughs) But before, yeah, the consciousness doesn't seem—you don't seem to have any effect on it whatsoever. The worst day of my life, I was awake, and the best days, I've been awake. The days I didn't want to be fucking awake. You know what? When you get busted on ten day run of cocaine, you do not want to be fucking awake. When they put you in the in the car, but you're fucking totally awake. And then when they put you into the jail cell, you're totally awake. We are an idea that comes after that's presupposing it to be before. When we take that, when we believe—which isn't true—that we're before, there's an assumption we should have some power over that which comes after. That's what's really driving us up crazy about the thoughts—is they don't fucking seem to listen to us. Yeah, <laughs> just like kids. <laughs> All right. That's it. eh? Everyone got it, I hope.